It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. How's that? Fair? Much, much better. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. Maybe. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a uh, uh, boobly. A boobly? <laughs> boobly. Passion fruit boobly. Is that a, is that a Michael Boobly? Uh, minus the E and the little thingy over it. Accente is what those are called, I think, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So, what, do we have any like open, like a cool opening soundtrack? Do we got? Yeah, I, uh, I got the recording studio still working on it, but yeah, it's coming. Bert, it's coming. <laughs> so excited! I'm more excited about this than chicken and waffles. You know. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> telling you, some jokes just never get old. Nope. It'll be a killer on your menu. <sighs> never, ever, ever. <laughs> I don't have time or space to freaking bacon wrapped anything. Yeah, I don't, neither do I. Let alone mini loaf pans in my smoker <laughs> to cook all of 24 of them. Yeah. Anyway, huh? What? Great way to do business. Yeah. Anyway, we should get this thing rolling, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this will be fun. Introductions? <laughs> We're we just gonna laugh at each other for the next. We hour? are probably it's it'll be a, the best podcast ever. People will just be smiling the whole time. Okay, I gotta I gotta start boiling noodles at one o'clock. <laughs> probably push it to one thirty, but <laughs> we got time then. Perfect, plenty of time. All right, so introductions. Yes, sir. You're Skippy. I'm Josh. Together we are. Yeah, we we run barbecue food trucks. Jippy, we're, we're Jaffy. <laughs> is this our our internet about, name? I like Jippy better. <laughs> Jippy's good. Yeah. <laughs> or Scotch. Scotch. Scotch Jippy. Oof. So how's like how's awful drink? How's your week been? Awful. <laughs> okay. All right. Start off with a bang. Pretty much terrible. That's July. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, we're skipping the introduction part. Um, I mean, get right in the meat of the business. Come on. So yeah, we both run uh, barbecue food trucks. Um, July is awful. July has always been awful for us. It's slow. It's our regular locations that do well are, yeah, our business locations are awful right now. And our subdivision locations are okay. But I mean, people are on vacation. From yeah. 
I mean, we saw it dropped off the last week of June. And, and it's, yeah, I mean, we expect, and this is based on, so my third full year, based on what we've seen the last two years, it should start to turn back around this week. Ish. Ish. Um, yeah, it, I mean, we're guessing, but I mean, the weather is supposed to be nicer here in Michigan, so that's good. Um, not nearly as humid. Um, 76 today, I think, is the high, which is amazing. Isn't it great? Today would be perfect. I mean, it, I'd take this all year round, but um, I'm going yeah, out. It's, what's that? I said I'm going out today. Yeah. <laughs> Subdivision tonight. Good for you. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's this last week was awful. Um, we had two instances this week where there was apparently either our, uh, people forgot we were coming or there was a miscommunication. So when yep. I went to confirm the day before, they're like, oh, didn't realize you were coming. We'll go ahead and start promoting. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. One of our businesses, and it was in the email that she responded to me after we showed up saying she didn't know we were coming. I could see it on my phone still. The mm. ding. <laughs> and her confirmation a month and a half ago. And so, yeah, she they didn't know we were going to be there until we were there. So they normally advertised the rest of the business part for us. So... Yeah, that was a an awful lunch, mm. um, but saved by a really good subdivision night. Um, and then, yeah, we had another one that was a, a subdivision that we had set four dates with them. We said, if the first one goes well, we'll do the other three. The first one went phenomenal. I has made the assumption that we were good to go <laughs> for the other three. Apparently, right? he was waiting for further information, I guess. But um, I guess so. So and that one well, ended up being okay. That one saved our day, but yeah, it's been, it's been a struggle the last, I mean, the whole month. I mean, we get your 4th of July is always bad um, was, unless you're doing, unless you're doing like fireworks shows and stuff like that. That week is terrible. Always. Um, it, was. it was terrible. We, yeah, the weeks following have not been much better for us. So, I mean, we're going to be up over last year, not nearly as much as I thought we would be. Um, just based on how the rest of the year has gone. Um, I was hoping not to be, have the huge drop off that we have had the last couple of years, but. So, uh, so working off of that, what you just said. So for all, uh, for all our potential new listeners that we're going to have. Well, they're all going to be new listeners. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> this is just going to go viral with these two beautiful faces. Of course, um, not. Right. So uh, I guess tell everybody who you are, your, your name of your food truck and how long you've been doing this. Uh, Sweet Racks and Smoking Butts Barbecue. Let's see here. It was two, 2009. I <laughs> uh, did my first competition. <laughs> first competition, uh, Casey Best competition in Lowell, Michigan. Oh, yeah. Signed up for it because we got kicked out of a, a, local, a local competition. An amateur backyard chef competition. We got kicked out of it because we won it two years in a row. Then we, got, we were told not to come back. So um, that's how I found KCBS because I wanted to keep competing and there was nothing else. I mean, we thought we were ready for the big leagues, but um, yeah, we were wrong. Um, <laughs> back in that day, it was, I mean, there was three good teams in Michigan yeah. and everybody else wasn't even close. Um, and there wasn't the wealth of information. There wasn't the, the relationships that you have now. Um, I mean, there were some teams you could walk up and talk to and ask for help, but none of those teams were doing any good. Yeah. Consistently. You know, it was a, 
we were all pretty much on the same same level. I mean, I got a right two calls. I think we had two calls that contest. I know we got a ninth in brisket, which I, that was the first full Packer brisket I ever cooked. Was at that contest mm. and then see what the big deal was. Um, I didn't get another brisket call for three years. Um, <laughs> Guess you knew what the big deal was after that. Yeah, I kind of figured it out. <laughs> I think we got a call on ribs or something, but um, yeah, I mean, you get hooked then. So, 12 years doing contests. Um, always been interested in food business. I managed a McDonald's for one of the busiest McDonald's in the state of Michigan for five years in Lansing. Um, I mean, we were just over a million and a half in sales a year. Wow. That was back when, I mean, food was cheaper. Wow. Um, I mean, yeah, we were running 39, 49 hamburger cheeseburger specials twice a year and you two for two Big Macs. I mean, you remember those days. Oh yeah. When you could get, yeah, I mean, it was, a, when I started in Lansing, I think a, like a Big Mac meal was still three bucks, maybe 350. So yeah, it's a, a million and a half in sales back in that day was, it was a lot. Um, it was it was a busy restaurant yeah um sure. and we were quick and that kind of stuck with me i mean doing the food truck it was a i like to say it was a lapse of judgment starting the food truck um, <laughs> one of those things where i was why do you say it's a lapse in judgment how long you, all right so how long you been doing it, the food truck? another couple of years burke <laughs> right so yeah i mean I, I have convinced myself that i didn't want to do a food truck forever because it was a cramped small space hot you know it's and it is and my trailer i at least is much roomier than i thought it would be um once i got it laid out the way i wanted it to um but but yeah it was uh i, I was tired of doing my job and hating going into work every day so what back, what, what's your background it so okay. it for 15 years um Good benefits, good pay, paid vacations, <laughs> retirement plans, yeah. insurance, all those things I miss. Um, air conditioning. <laughs> um, the joys of a small trailer, air conditioning. Yeah, works. yeah mine kind of does now. Um, anyway, <laughs> so I got tired of doing that. So it, yeah, I jumped into the food truck and that was, took possession of my new trailer July I want to say 15th in Georgia, pulled it back and we were open on that Friday, the 19th um, in my front yard. And we actually, so compared to our anniversary, which was just earlier this week, uh, we almost had the same sales numbers we did on our soft opening day in our front yard. That's how my week oh. went, Bert. <laughs> Ooh. You know, <laughs> So it's reminiscing. It's an anniversary. It should be everything yeah. should be the same, right? Yeah, I mean, and I'll, I'll be open on this podcast with numbers and everything because really they're not going to mean a whole lot without context. But um, so yeah, that first soft opening day, we did a thousand dollars or just under a thousand dollars in my front yard, just people walking up into my yard. And how'd you I feel feel about that? Other than I cooked like three times as much food as I thought we needed, um, because. <laughs> Because you have visions of grandeur and you, oh, you know, yes. like, well, I don't want to run out of food in 10 minutes. So I'm going to cook 12 butts and six <laughs> briskets. And I'm expecting everybody coming from Grand Rapids well, just to. Well, exactly. I mean, there's <laughs> going to be a line down that probably police will have to come and direct traffic and stuff. So, um, so you get to that point. Um, 
<laughs> and then yeah. the next day you cook a little bit less, you know, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I felt great about the number, you know, I mean, who's going to walk into, I, I wouldn't do it. You know, you see an advertisement on Facebook for some guy doing a soft opening in the front yard, <laughs> basically getting yard sale barbecue, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. And done. Did you, did you have anybody haggle with you? No, nope. So I don't think so. No. So, um, so from that point, it was, I mean, great, but I mean, it's, yeah, it's been a rough week. <laughs> it's been a rough July. We're looking forward to August, but, um, so yeah, that's kind of where I came from. Um, that's kind of how, I mean, we are very fast on our, on our service. And that is all just from my background. Um, and trying to get people through and figuring out the quickest way to get people through. And I think barbecue trucks inherently are faster than most other trucks because we don't, we're not cooking pork butts to order. We can't. So yeah, exactly. While we're cooking ahead, um, everything's cooked. We just have to assemble. So um, as long as you have somebody that can assemble quickly, um, you're going to get people through your line quick. So um, all our menu items are for the most part designed with quickness and we reuse a lot of the same ingredients repeatedly to limit the number of items we have in our truck and to limit the number of steps to take if that makes sense um it does so yeah we have a couple outliers that best as possible so yeah um because yeah i mean so you, i mean we don't do a lot of festivals but hardly any um, which is probably going to change. Um, but when you go to a food truck festival and you see lines everywhere and most of them aren't moving, you're going to go to the one that's probably moving. You're not going to want to wait exactly 45 minutes to stand around before you get food. Um, now, with that said, when we did uh, the Silver Lake Apple Festival, um, it was a two-hour wait for us. So wow. it was a people were waiting about an hour to order. And then it was about another 45-ish minutes to get there. Wow. That's how busy we were. And that was our first year. I mean, we were been open for two months. Yeah, I remember we that. had no I, idea what we were doing. I remember that. I came up and I said, what do you got left? I got some potato salad. <laughs> yeah, that's what we had. Really good. <laughs> Please buy it. <laughs> but yeah, we were done in a couple hours. I mean, we had, yeah, we had no idea what we were doing. Um, the process camped out uh, yeah i mean processes have changed quite a bit yeah that weekend was a, a shit show too um i think you burned some ribs too maybe i mean yeah we didn't do many but yeah um but it when we got there that first night for uh, thursday night so i had like a mini storage unit set up in a tent uh, right next to the trailer and it poured thursday night i would think it was like six inches of rain or something or feet of rain yeah. i don't know yeah. a lot of rain in that whole everything was just effing soaked and it was awful but um yeah so that's me um what about you skippy <laughs> talk you for know, hours about my <laughs> awful experiences at places you know like talking i want to leave time for your awful experiences <laughs> well uh so i started doing competitions as well in 2012 um i too got a uh call in brisket uh with straight montreal steak seasoning i was mm -hmm. I went, I remember I went up to Tom Mogg from, uh, I can't remember his team name now off the top of my head. And uh, I Giggly, yep. Giggly Pig? Is it Giggly, Giggly Pig? Pig, yeah. Yep. Yep. First competition guy I ever met. And I said, I just, 
I got a call with I Montreal steak seasoning. And I got all these people are using so much other stuff. And he looks at me and I didn't realize he was looking at me with one of those, one of those <laughs> grins that you don't want people to look at you with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So from there, from there, I was hooked. Barbecue has literally consumed my life ever since. Um, I, I was fortunate enough to, I think win three times, which I think is one more than you, maybe two. I'm not remembering. You went all, you had to go all the way down to Florida. So that's fine. Yeah. I went in Florida. How about you? you uh, get out of the state and win. Uh, <laughs> still won three times. Um, yeah. and went to the Jack twice. And so barbecue competitions, there's, there's goals. Everybody has goals to go places. And 2016 was my, I, I did my bucket list. I got a call at the Royal. I competed at the Jack. It was great. Um, I've done mortgages for 15 years, kind of like you, 15 year thing. Um, I made great money. I made shitty money, but I didn't have any fun. I was kind of just burnt out. I was doing the same thing over and over again. So I'm a now sales you're making, guy. Like, now you're making shitty money and having fun. Uh, true. I'm at least having fun though. I'm at yeah. least, I mean, somewhat having fun, but we're, we're yeah. getting there. Um, I'm learning as I go. I, I started mine October of, of 2021 and quit my job a month and a half ago. So this is it. This is, this is where I'm going. Um, I can run the truck myself based off of some things that are some places that we go. Otherwise I have help, which is good to have. It's, uh, I worked on your truck once or twice just for more kind of see if I wanted to do it. I recommend that to anybody who ever wants to get into this is work with somebody else, whether it's the same cuisine, whether it's the same setup uh, even if it's not, just work with someone else. Uh, My door is open anytime. <laughs> mine I is too. All I, the help. <laughs> <laughs> mine is too. I mean, I, I, I've had people reach out to me from you know, Josh. You're what? You're is Grand Rapids still, or outside yeah. Grand Rapids suburb? Uh, yeah, Grand Rapids. We'll so call it Greater Grand Rapids. So I'm in the Greater Jackson area. <laughs> it's definitely not the. Is greater. there a Greater? Well, I'm outside the city limits. Let's put it that way. But metro area. You know, I think I think you and I have probably two different business styles, um, you know, and that's probably a good topic that we can transition oh, yeah. into. Is you you're set up every day. You go to the same place, almost the same place every day. Mm-hmm. where where i'm not i travel around i go to you know breweries distilleries subdivisions i think i've done more subdivisions than you what yeah but that's yeah we'll talk about subdivisions well um, we'll get there hold on let's let's so what with you and and what you do i guess uh you started basically like what right before covid didn't you it was july of 19 yeah, your timing was much better than mine. Um, so yeah, July nine, July of July nineteenth of twenty nineteen uh, would be our soft opening, and we were just doing weekends. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, and then I quit my job. My last day was May thirtieth of twenty twenty. So, um, yeah, when we were at, at my company, we were already working from home at that point. Um, 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I got a lot of questions from family. <laughs> Are you sure this is the right time? What? Nope, sure wasn't. Um, but I knew if I didn't do it then, that I'd always find a reason. Um, and I still had trailer payments to make. I mean, I didn't pay cash for my trailer. I mean, I had, yeah, I had substantial payments to make that I couldn't do it just doing weekends. I mean, I'd freaking kill myself. What was, uh, when I came to work with you, what was the first thing you told me about quitting, quitting the job? If you do remember? No, I'm sure it was very wise though. Uh, you're never going to be a hundred percent ready. Yeah. I stand and, by that. And that's, that stuck with me. You're never going to be a hundred percent ready to, to make the leap. And yeah, that, that definitely stuck with me. Sorry. Go ahead. I want to tell you that. No, you're, I appreciate it. I get, yeah, it's true. You're never, I mean, it's just like with anything else. Um, new parents, you're, you can wait until you're ready. You're never going to be ready. No matter how ready you think you are. You're never ready. This, this shit is going to, throw you for a loop and make you want to quit everything rather be homeless than go back to (laughs) under the trailer (laughs) i mean i had one of those days i think it was in our when we were just doing weekends i came up in my facebook memories a couple weeks ago or last week i think i think it was even before we had our soft opening it was like this is the closest i've been to wishing we'd never started down the path and it was just i mean the, the amount of paperwork and the all the licensing that you need and making Crazy. sure everything's in order and you start realizing how much money is going to be going out and what you need to be able to make to be able to bring it back in. And um, I mean, I, I run payroll every week and I tell you, that's an amount that I makes me my butt pucker every time I <laughs> see it <laughs> weekly. Luckily I'm not, I don't, I don't have employees. How many employees do you have? Uh, on actual legitimate payroll, including myself four. So everybody's, yeah, we're legit. Um, no one's paid cash um, outside of cash tips. So everybody's, yeah, everybody gets a paycheck, direct deposited every Friday. Okay. Um, so yeah, me and then three others. So yeah, it's a, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's like a four grand deduction out of my bank account every Tuesday. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But the the feeling's good that. I don't ever look first before I run payroll to say, huh, is the money there? Yeah. And that's, I mean, and that's good. To have. July, I mean, July gets to that point where it's like, I start to look like, I know there's more money going out than there is coming in. It's like, well, yeah. Where are we? But um, yeah. And this July and end of June was especially awful because we lost our 
generator took a dump on us. Um, looks like I'm replacing the water heater here pretty soon. <laughs> oh boy. Um, and I need to get my, my trailer brakes done. So um, it's a, I think the water heater will be the last thing on that truck that I haven't replaced that I use every day. And how old's the trailer? Three years. So I got it. Yeah. 2019. Okay. Um, but it's, yeah. I mean, it's used. I mean, it's, it's used hard. Um, and there's things that, I mean, maintenance wise on some of the equipment probably wasn't done properly. And those are things you'll learn. You don't realize, you know, that list of things that need to be done on a monthly basis to keep things running. Yeah. You, you buy a trailer, you buy, you know, in your case, you bought a trailer that had everything ready. Everything to go. was brand new. Yeah. Turn, turnkey operation where on my side, I, I bought a used trailer and I kind of built with what I could, which. Well, yeah. And you, I mean, your sandwich prep tables off my trailer that all some miraculously started working properly after it went to you. So I'm happy I appreciate, for you. appreciate every second of it too. Every second of it. But I'm really happy with my new sandwich prep table because it ha it's a little bit bigger. So, um, which works better for us when we do some of our other things. So, um, yeah. all in all, it worked out great. But I mean, we didn't have a steam table, like a hot hold table on the trailer. Um, so I added one of those. And now the elements are the, the thermostats on those are starting to go weird where they don't turn off anymore. Oh, that's good. So now we're manually controlling the heat by turning them on and off. Um, and you can't find those little freaking solenoid things anymore i i have the uh part number but i can't find it. so um yeah. i mean it's only my printed every day well and that table is only a year old <laughs> oh so, warranty okay. <laughs> so, so yeah some of the stuff's been my fault with the equipment changes but you know whatever some of it's not i mean that those trailers take a beating going down the road the vibration especially in michigan roads um yeah oh. dirt roads um but i have learned so much about how stuff works <laughs> yeah i i'm i'm venturing down that path with certain things yeah so so going back to going back to what the original topic was on this i have no idea <laughs> uh, business model so yes. what made you did you think that you like when you started this that you'd be most successful if you had certain places that you go every day where people could basically they knew your schedule, they knew where you are. I know you post your, you're active on social media, yeah. post, but you post your schedule every Monday, you know, it was that the goal is that, okay, if I'm going to be at X place, people are going to know that they can come here at this time and I will always be there. No ifs, ands, or buts. Yes. And no. Yes. I mean, we wanted to be places where people knew, where they could find us. Um, that's kind of how we started. So we wanted to find 10 locations or whatever. And this is where we're going to be on Tuesdays. And this is where we're going to be Wednesdays and kind of spread it out across the area so that we were hitting a large geographic area still. Um, but it was still a consistent schedule. That's changed dramatically. Um, that's how we, that's how we ran it last year. We wanted a, a much smaller number of locations and more consistent weekly, week to week. Um, that was just because it was such a, and it is such a pain to set somewhere up for lunch, tear everything down and move, set everything back up. Um, it's a process and it's, it's a pain in the ass, really. It's, uh, um, 
so we tried to eliminate some of that last year. It didn't, it, it mixed results. I mean, we were up over the previous year, but I mean, it was also COVID crazy the previous year. So, um, so this year we were back to, we'll have a set number of lunch locations or we're, we're far less consistent week to week outside of Tuesdays, which we're typically always at the same spot on Tuesdays. Um, we're always in Nuevo on Sundays, pretty much, unless we have catering stuff. And then Fridays, we're always at the distillery. Um, so the other days are open to any other businesses that want us to come out for lunches. Um, and we have been doing some subdivisions this year and apartments this year. Like, and we did those our first year. 2020, that's what all the food trucks were doing. Yeah. Everybody, could they had to, because so many food trucks are festival dependent. Yeah. That's where they make their money. So you take festivals out of the equation and all of a sudden Grand Rapids lost a third of their food trucks in 2020. They closed for good. It's crazy. Because they couldn't figure out how to make money without a major festival every weekend. Um, which was good for, I mean, it's good news for me, you know, because that was never our design was to do festivals. Yeah. I didn't want I to either. really. Um, but so we were, so yeah, subdivisions were inviting food trucks in, but they were doing five trucks a week, which was great in 2020. Uh, around September-ish of 2020, we started to see those start to waver a little bit. They declined a little bit. Um, I think it, it was a burnout. Um, so in 21, we decided we weren't going to do them at all. Like we just figured it was, it was great for COVID. Now that people are back to work, there's going to be, we're past that phase of business with food trucks. Um, so we did a couple, I think we did three in 2021 and we got good responses on them, but yeah, they were spread out over the whole summer. So yeah, um, 2022 came around. Yeah. 2022 came around and I kind of wanted to recommit a little bit and see how the subdivisions would go. Um, mostly because we were having, we were really struggling with finding good dinner spots. Um, with breweries and wineries, I mean, we could find them and people were having us out, but a lot of them were newer and they weren't getting the foot traffic. Um, so they were counting on us to bring them business and we were counting on their current business to help feed our business. Um, sure. That's what you have to do. Right. And yeah, we were getting people in for us, but they didn't have enough foot traffic inside to boost the numbers enough. Um, so yeah, we met lots of great people and, but it just didn't make sense financially. And we lost, we hung out on some locations a lot longer than we should have lost money on locations because we liked the people that were running the business and had, had faith that they could turn around and maybe they have now. And I'm sure they're doing great because they have great products, but um, it's not it's so hard. To, it's hard to stick or it's hard to stick around for the change. You know, I, you, yeah. Sorry. I'm coming out of leaving. I dropped something. Um, yeah, we, uh, yeah, it's hard. I mean, right now I'm at a minimum of three. I'll give a location three shots at a minimum, and then I need to see something. I need to see some improvement before I stick it out longer. Um, this year we had a location that was, that got worse every week, and we were there for seven weeks, mostly because I didn't have anywhere else to go um, on a Saturday. Like we had, was that this? Was that the certain place that I was at? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and it got worse every week. I think. Yeah, it was 
atrocious. Um, yeah. And I, that's the only place we've had 75% of the people walk up to the trailer, look at the menu and walk away. Like yeah. we, we've never had that anywhere else. Um, and it was just, it was just baffling. Yeah. And we, we did a subdivision a half a mile from there last week and sold us out. Oh, wow. So you would think the thing. So it's, so it's not the area. And that, that place had, from what I remember, I mean, pretty good foot traffic. It was cold that day that I was there, but you know, yeah, it was, it still had good foot traffic. Yeah. People are still walking by. People are still looking at the truck, still looking at the menu. Yeah. Just, yeah. Because yeah. what color is your truck again? Bright green, baby. Color oh, of money. Very, very uh, <laughs> but very bright, very, very bright, in which I appreciate you don't want to stand out for sure. Yeah, it's hard to miss it. Um, yeah, you can't miss so, it at all. So, yeah, so now we're, so this year we're, it's when I mean, we're rarely in the same spot week to week. Um, we have a good rotation of businesses, um, Spectrum Health which is pretty big in West Michigan. Uh, we do a lot of their offices now. We did one and it kind of spread throughout. Um, so we get a lot of their bigger their bigger offices and urgent care buildings. So um, that was awesome. So we hit each one of those once a month. Now we're, uh, we're working on a very large rotation of subdivisions for next year, um, probably in the range of 16 to 20 um, that we will hit once a month-ish. Okay. Um, that, those will be our evenings and we will probably pretty much do primarily subdivisions for dinners. Yeah. I mean, it's, so that kind of, that transitions into kind of what I do is most of my, most everything I do is from call it four to eight on a weekly basis. Um, yeah. I've seen your schedule and you're, doesn't look like you're doing multiple setups much anymore. Uh, no, I, so I, I was at a really, really, really busy, high foot traffic, high stop gas station mm -hmm. was there for seven weeks and barely paid for the diesel to get there each time to go. And it just, and I think it's just because I, I don't really know if it's fuel prices. I mean, I'm sure that plays into it a lot of places, but you know, they're paying, they're paying for their gas or their fuel before they, <laughs> you know, dabble into a yeah. barbecue sandwich. Um, I did get a couple businesses from the local area that were asking about if I would come out and do their lunches. And uh, I don't know if it's budget wise, but nobody, you know, nobody ended up coming. Um, I had a standing lunch order every Wednesday from an automotive plant that decided to hire a lot of temps and temps don't want to spend their money because they're happy yeah. to get it so All right you know those are so kind of what i'm doing now is i hooked up with a can you hear my dog yeah oh, jesus christ <laughs> which one is it pebbles I, yeah it's pebbles the other one's a much higher pitched <laughs> pebbles and quieter <laughs> <laughs> so the uh so I, I hooked up, I mean, I've been, I'm always on Facebook, uh, the food truck group. I'm always looking through that. Most of it's on the East side. You know, you guys don't really have a lot of postings. So I'm, you know, I, kind of the reason I was asking about the whole business model was like, is it because that you don't have that type of traffic that we do over on the East side where there's multiple postings a day from what people need from, you know, graduation parties or set up at local breweries or, you know, come to us for lunch. And, you know, is that, does that kind of, 
you were, let's put it this way. You, you probably make more than I do sell more than I do because you're at it six, seven hours a day. And I'm mm-hmm. not, but are you working harder than me? Am I, am I just, yes. I always wonder yeah. like, if I'm, <laughs> of course you are. Yeah. Just ask you. It's a silly question, uh, Bert. I, I get it, but it's like, I guess, you know, we were talking about sales the other day and it's like, I'm squeezing every little bit I can out of whatever I make. Mm-hmm. I've learned, like we talked about how much you cook. So in barbecue, you can only cook a finite amount. You know, last two Thursdays ago, I had a food truck rally that was supposed to last four hours. I sold out in two. And then I had another food truck rally on Sunday that people backed out. I sold out in three. I had yeah. my two best days ever. Best days ever. Yeah. I was at Gus Macker this weekend and it <laughs> sucked. And there was a ton more people there. It was 200 and something teams of three on three. And you figure their parents came and nothing. I mean, not, not, it was disappointing. I mean, it's luckily it was local. If I had to drive to Lansing or Ann Arbor or something like that, I probably would have lost. But, you know, it's just, I prefer like the the evening, I mean, not the evening shift, but I get home later than you do. I know you get up way earlier than I do. Well, I don't know that you're getting home later than I am. Well, Well, how late are you open? Uh, the subdivisions are typically like four to eight. So between eight and nine is when I'm leaving and it's an hour ride home, you know. Are you staying busy that late? Yeah. I mean, you're getting... most, of the, most of the breweries, distilleries, and subdivisions I go to have been great. I mean, they've been- I get the were... breweries. So we, we stay to breweries and distilleries and stuff until seven usually. Um, but yeah, typically we're done at subdivisions by 6.30. Yeah, ours, ours are always, so we hooked up with, we'll call it a booking service. Mm-hmm. We, pay, we pay 50 bucks a booking and they promote us. At least they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, have the, They've been hit or miss. Absolutely. We've gone there sometimes and, you know, I've traveled an hour and 10 minutes and for, you know, 20 people. So it, there's not a lot that's around here. So I'm more willing to travel my I'll travel an hour, hour and 10 minutes if I know the area is good, if it's, you know, right. if it's affluent or something like that. But, but it's yeah, so affluent it's or not. Yeah, it's 4.30 to 7.30. And you better hope okay. it's not raining. Hmm. Raining, raining I'm, I've learned as a, I don't have a fancy awning like you do. Uh, so <laughs> I have my vending window that opens and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, We've had rainy days though, where it's way busier than we thought it would be. Yeah, like I mean, just stupid. Like I, I don't get it. <laughs> and then we have like a day today where it's seventy six, no humidity, absolutely gorgeous out, and we don't see anyone. It's like, well, what the hell sense does that make? You guys came yeah. out in droves when it was drizzly and miserable out a day ago, but and it's seventy five and a light breeze, and there's yeah. nobody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I get that in the spring. I mean, we'll see that in the spring, like good weather in the spring, especially if it's like one day that's supposed to be nice on a 10 day forecast, we'll be dead. And I yeah. know it. I know it going in because people are this. I'm the same way. I'm going to try to get stuff done in the spring. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Out in the yard. I'm going to try to get my yard work done on that day. Yeah. It's the one day that's good. Or I'm going to try to hit the golf course on this day because the one day that's good. So I get it. But um, it took me a couple of years to realize the patterns, you know. And, but um, there's patterns. Yeah, yeah-ish. <laughs> they're there there's patterns and everything Bert you know I do you know luckily our town our town is is renovating their downtown area it's pretty historic but you know every other Tuesday's food truck Tuesdays it's yep. downtown it's from 11 to 1 you know we average I would say 60 to 80 tickets in a two-hour period That's which good. is which is fantastic you know but there's also I don't know there's six seven other food trucks there and everybody's, I mean, pretty much everybody's busy. So for a small town, you know, that's um, awesome. You know, it's fantastic. But, you know, going back to the subdivisions, yeah, they're hit or miss. They've been, they've hit mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have help for one of them. So I had to do it myself. And Ugh. I had, I had the only time I've had a line 40 deep at a subdivision. And by the time I was done, I told them I was sold out, which was probably, I don't know, a half hour before the end of it. They were clapping for me. Like, like you guys, like, he's like, I, I, I thank you for selling out. You, you, you did it all by yourself and you kicked ass. And I'm like, I need a beer. <laughs> I need something. Do you keep I, any in your trailer yet? Not yet. Right. Everyone <laughs> depends on who works with me, but there, there's, there's some like alcohol more than others. Yeah. No. I definitely keep water. I've learned to keep water in my trailer, no matter what. Drinking water, bottled water. Yeah. Is your AC keeping up or no? Yep. It does? So far. Yeah, so far. Like, to what extent? Like, how cool is it in your trailer? Uh, like, three look, days ago. Gus Macker, yeah, so Gus Macker weekend. You were in a parking lot. Yeah. We were probably upper mid-90s. No, yeah. mid, low my 90s So the trailer was probably mid-70s. Really? Yeah. I'm impressed. So here, here's the thing though. So your trailer. <laughs> well, I don't have a warmer. Yeah. Okay. So I'm using two Cambros. So and and my smoker is a warmer, so it's outside. Um I have a prep table, which uh, that prep table puts out a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. I realize that. I can now understand why it's again away from the wall. And I only run two of the three bays of my steam table. Okay. So that but it's also my the box of my trailer is smaller than yours i probably have nine feet from the back to the sinks so and that thing's right in the middle so it it does it does its job we try to keep a a window closed but my help never likes to slide windows shut um letting all the bad air out (sighs) i'm more worried about letting the damn bugs in so yeah, it, it, it keeps up. I don't have the hood system that you do that can dramatically draw stuff out. Since we lost our onboard generator, we've switched to two smaller generators. Um, so we can actually run the AC all the time now. Okay. Um, so yeah, those two little generators have two kilowatt 
output more than my other one did. Really? Yeah. I wonder if so. that's why if, if that's why your manufacturer switched to the uh, the Kubotas versus the one that you had. Oh, did they? Yeah. I, yeah, it doesn't surprise that's, me. Um, well, Big E has a propane, and those don't output as much just inherently because you're not getting the same number of yeah it just doesn't output as much um what'd you end up getting two champions from blaine's farm and fleet like the 3500 watt one 4000 watt one yeah i think they're 46 a piece just paralleling together yep so that's what they're, I run, they're running about 75 percent of load and that's running everything that i have in the trailer so whereas the other one, we couldn't turn on the air while we were in service. And without the air on, we were running about 90% capacity. Oh, that had to be brutal. Oh, and, that, and that's what the, the guy that I took it to he said, yeah, you just wore it out. He said, you can't run them. I mean, they're designed to run like 50 to 70%. Yeah. And you were just pushing. Yeah, you push, just push, push it too hard. So he, he said, I said, I'm, I'm going to open up the governor all the way. I'm going to give you as much as I can. So I don't know how long it's going to last. So. Um, to replace the generator with the same one was eight grand. And I got these two for two. Yeah. Total. So even if they only last the same amount of time, I got money eight years well. before. Yeah. I, mean, I got eight years before I'm dropping the same amount of money. So yeah. Um, I just, easier decision. I was using two Predator 3500s parallel together. Mm -hmm. Just be, I don't have, you have, you have the tongue. I don't have a, a huge tongue. So they're just in the back of my truck. And that's where the ours are right now until I can figure out how to get them mounted where it doesn't look like a piece of plywood ratchet strapped to a couple generators. Yeah. Yeah. So I've my... seen that set up plenty of times and I think <laughs> it looks like Beverly Hillbillies and that's kind of not the look we're going for. <laughs> so I actually just sold them today and I bought the 9500 Predator. I was, I'm, was actually honestly just tired of having two generators in the back of my truck. Yeah having to move them because i don't know if yours are the same but the exhaust was the power end was on one end or the outlets mm -hmm. were on one end the exhaust was on the other end yep so i always had them facing the back of my trailer or back of the front of my trailer the exhaust facing out so yeah yeah yep. so going in going in and out trying to make sure that i had everything right and i also went through two parallel kits because the cables kept breaking really yes hmm. cables kept breaking inside the parallel port on the generator two of them did so that's three hundred dollars <laughs> i spent the three hundred dollars and got the warranty for the predator and we're just going to roll with it but it's on you know it powers everything i turned everything on steam tables air conditioning i'm all electric i have zero propane in the trailer is it just as quiet as uh, other smidge, two? smidge louder not bad though smidge louder so was it listed as I was shopping for these little generators? Um, was it listed as RV ready? Because I've noticed that that is a thing on these little generators, RV ready. Um, I don't, yes, maybe. I don't know the boxes downstairs, but no. Um, I, I think it is thing, because, of, because of the plug that it has. So the Predators had, or the, the ones that I just had, had one plug, a okay. 30 amp plug. That was a, a three-pronged twist lock. Oh, yeah. So not a, yeah. So more for a house than a RV type. Correct. So this yeah. one has 
two plugs, the three prong twist lock and the four prong twist lock. Really? And it can, and it can run 240 and not just 120. Okay. So it's rated at like 68, 70 decibels, something like that. So it's going to be a smidge, but the exhaust is now out the side of it, not the back of it. Nice. So I can actually have it like at the back of my truck. <laughs> they'll use the bed of my truck for whatever I need to go get at the store. Yeah. So hopefully it'll work out just fine. We're still, you know, in the hoping and praying field. <laughs> that doesn't change, Bert, ever. Right. I am hoping and praying a water heater lasts another week. I am hoping and praying that, yeah, everything. Why don't you just, so why haven't you gone on demand? It is. Like pro propane. It is. Oh, it is. A water heater is on. Yeah, I don't have a tank. Oh, okay. Um, so here's. But it's, but it's propane. Here's where the problem came. Here's what went bad up. What did Chris do? No, Chris didn't do anything. Um, <laughs> I do like to blame Chris, him. Chris is his right hand yeah. guy, in case anybody wants to know. Yeah, anything he touches, it breaks. But um. <laughs> He also loves paper towels. Yeah. So our water fill spot is directly above the access door for the water heater. Okay. Okay. So we have an access door to the water heater. It's got an on-off switch inside that little door and the little circuit boards in there and the exhaust is on that side. Okay. Sure. So if we're not paying close enough attention when we're filling the water, it'll come back out. There's a, a pressure relief and the water yeah. comes out. Well, what happens is it drips down and the... So that's the other dog. <laughs> uh, I, I, heard the, I heard the octave change. Yeah. <sighs> um, I need a better microphone um family life so when it over when it overfills it drips down onto the door now there's weather, weather stripping on it but it doesn't do a great enough job so i oh, think good. water water gets in there and we've had that problem every time either we have like a heavy rain or anything um usually if you just open the door and let things dry out a little bit it'll be fine um, really yeah oddly enough yeah we've had that issue since we've had it um well, one day when we had it open, the door open to let it kind of air out and whatever, we forgot to close it before we moved and the little plastic cover over the circuit boards flew off in transit. Yeah. Um, so I just saran wrapped it just to try to keep any moisture off it we could. Um, but yeah, it finally, I think it finally got wet enough that we're starting to have some real intermittent issues. Um, but we've been able to manage with hot water so far. So we've been able to keep it running. And, us running so um on the bright side that's only like a 600 dollars unit. Oh, only i mean yeah i mean just compared to the every other day i was dropping a thousand dollars here and there on various things at the oh, end of june because at the same time that i had the two generators i had to get new tires on both my pickup truck and the trailer that same week oh yeah i just did that which was about two grand <laughs> for all eight tires um wow you got a deal yeah i you, yeah wonderland tire in byron center that's where you need to go um yeah they were phenomenal so um i will always go to them for tires yeah, so, so uh, uh, but, uh so um he, he likes to talk about himself just ask him yeah yeah i do but i yeah i have a hard time stopping <laughs> I will, I will ramble for days. Oh, it's fine. I'm allowed. So let's talk about trailers. Trailers? Yeah. 
Well, you looking for another one? I can sell you one cheap. <laughs> well, you finally got it paid off. Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> oh, boy. Five payments left. Five? Five. Four. Oh. January is my last one. Okay. So whatever so, that math is. Uh, so I bought mine used and built yeah. it the way I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. You bought yours built. And Custom you added, built, though. And you, and you added the smoker right? That's pretty yep. much how it was. Yeah. So what would you do differently? Keep it short. Would you still, would you still, would you buy a trailer and then outfit it yourself? Or would you still have a company build it for you and outfit it for you? Build it for me. Still better? For me, yes. I, I don't have time. I, yeah, I don't have time or the My ADD is too strong. I, I, I can't focus on it long enough to, and my mechanical know-how is not strong enough for me to feel comfortable running gas lines and stuff. I'd rather have professionals do it. Well, yeah, okay. And, and, then, so and, then I, and then I have warranties. I have warranties on it. Everything's installed the way it's supposed to. And okay. I don't have to worry about, I don't have to worry about health department crap um, for the most part. Um, it gives me peace of mind. And for me, so you, paying the extra is peace of mind. The only thing I would do different is financing. So would you pick the same trailer manufacturer that you did? Or would you, because I hear, so mo, for people who don't know, most, most trailers are built in the South, Georgia, you know, most, cheap most trailers. of the trailers. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're cheap, non mission They're not trailers. cheaply made. They are just cheaper. So would you look to maybe a manufacturer up here that, that no. has the climate into consideration? They cost more. Well, correct. Significant, I mean, significantly more, though. But are you paying for higher quality? I don't think so. You don't think so? I, I honestly don't think so. I don't know that the trailers up here are built any better than the trailers down there. Um, our friend, uh, who was it? Big E? Yeah. Who had the garage fire? Yeah. Who had a, a, a Southern Dimension trailer. The only yep. thing that was, everything burned out. You could still see the frame of the trailer. You could. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a solid steel trailer. And you submit anything to the weather up in Michigan. And that's another reason why we don't go out in the winter. So I'm not going to put salt all over my trailer. I'm going to do as little as I possibly can with salt on the road. Okay. Um, that, leads, that leads to more questions. Yeah. So, I, 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 went out, I went out in the wintertime. I mean, it was Lucky. my first, my first stuff, you know, I, but I, yeah. I was still working and I went out during, you know, day before Thanksgiving, biggest part night of the year. That was our, at the time, our best day ever. Yeah. We've had a lot of best days ever. I hope you keep having them. Also, your, your mouth to their ear. <laughs> but I think I'm on your, my goal this year, since it's first full year is to take the winter off. Yeah, I want to do, I want to, like Christmas, we want to go to Texas, do the Texas tour that, you know, everybody and their brother's done now. I'm always the last to do everything. I didn't really do a full tour. I went down to try two places. I, yeah, I didn't go crazy like these other guys did. Ugh. I didn't do enough research. There was the two that I wanted to try. If I go again, it will be a much more expansive tour. So I did, I did slows and then I wanted to do snows. Not slows. Oh my gosh. Wow. I hope 
Oh boy. Free plug. That was on my head. (laughs) 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 Anyways, uh, Franklin's and then Snow's. Um, And Franklin's is by far the best brisket I've ever had in my life. Three days after I bought it, it was still the best brisket I've ever had in my life. Um, But yeah, I went with those two places in mind. And uh, it Austin was a stop for me on my my road trip. It wasn't just about going to barbecue. Um, I stopped at food trucks when I saw them. I stopped at other places at random while I was driving and thought that they looked good or interesting. And I would stop there to eat. That was my food tour. I didn't, outside of the two places, I didn't have a single destination in my Okay. So, um, and that's, that's the way I like to travel typically. <laughs> um, yeah, I've not been great at doing a dedicated food tour. I do want to get out to Seattle um, in that area. Um, Portland um, is a huge food truck area. Um, so there are some of those out there that are huge food truck areas that I would love to go see. Um, but yeah. So anyway, sorry, you want to take the winter off? Yeah, it mainly, I want to do, I, I want to do the Texas tour. I want to know why it's so, I guess I want to know why it's so much better than, or why it's so much maybe different than what we have up here. I, I want, like people will tell me all day that it's Franklin's is the best brisket they ever had. And I can't like, tell you why. I don't know if anybody can tell us why, but um, my thoughts quickly. Um, climate. Meet the Josh Hans. <laughs> climate, climate, climate. I think it's climate. I think it's a huge part of it. Really? The dryness of the air down there, I think, lends itself. They have to spritz down because there's well, nothing I, I, there. Did you watch the like the Texas Monthly twenty four hours at Franklin video that was, that's on YouTube? No, but I watched, I have the Masterclass series and I watched the Franklin Masterclass and he goes through in detail his whole process. Yeah. And how incredibly anal he is about wood and the people that work for him. Okay. Like that's part of the interview. He hands him a piece of wood and asks him what it's going to do. How long is it going to take to burn? Oh, wow. So he knows that by picking up a piece of wood, what it's going to do in the cooking. He just looks like such a nerd. He is. But that's why it's but it's a nerd about he is who he is. Yeah, I mean that's how he does it. That's how he cooks a hundred biscuits a day. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, never want to cook hundred biscuits. Well, I probably do, but yes, yeah. you do. <laughs> Not on your trailer. But. <laughs> so smokers, what do you use? Uh, Deep South GC sixty. Okay. Any what major? Hmm? What? Any, any major problems? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. That bait uh, me into questions that you are just looking for a chuckle out of. Uh hey, this no, is for, no no this issues is, with the smoker. It's all been user. Thank you. Let's move only. on. <laughs> entertainment value only. Uh no, no I do I do have a deep south, uh a GC forty two. So mine's significantly smaller than yours. Yeah, just 18 inches. So we had a conversation when I saw you earlier this year about the racks that are in this smoker mm-hmm. you have the expanded metal racks yep where i have the round bar racks and i'm like i asked you like would you change and you were almost like flat no like i, I don't keep see that stance so the only thing i only thing i see about these racks that's different than yours because i actually would rather have yours cooking smaller cuts mm-hmm. is just heat retention yeah. 
So when you shut your smoker down, because Mondays are your typical your day off, right? Yeah, it's not lit right now. It's going to get lit here in about as soon as we're done. But yeah. So when you when you go out there, because it hasn't been it hasn't been running since when? Uh, Eleven o'clock Sunday. Um. So yeah, I uh, I cleaned out the inside of it yesterday at one one in the afternoon. So right after our lunch rush, um, and it was about two hundred degrees when I opened the doors on it. So okay. by the time I was done cleaning it, it was probably down to a hundred. It was, it was down to air, air temperature, room temperature by the time we got home at six. So, so I probably, I, I, I clean it. I don't have the racks that you have to probably scrape down as much. Mm -hmm. and I cook pretty much in pans. I don't, I don't do ribs on a daily basis, only on specials. So I probably clean mine every probably two weeks. Okay. If I'm done cooking and I go out there, to light it you know two days later mm -hmm. i'm still at 180 degrees and i'm really? wondering yeah it's the heat retention of this thing is is amazing and i'm wondering right. it's because the round bar racks because they have to take a lot to get heat that they just hold it and hold it and hold it are you you're not emptying your charcoal shoot though right you're leaving it you just stop cooking. yeah, yeah oh, just no, i i empty my charcoal shoot i let it burn uh, all the way out I got well, yeah, yeah. I don't. I take the fan off, but yeah, it doesn't. But you're it's still getting air. It's still, but it's still burning. If, yes. If you're drafting, if, if it's drafting the way it's supposed to, it'll still pull air in. It'll still, which yeah. makes sense though. Well, yeah, burn. If I have my fan set at five percent, I didn't really going to stay hot for a week. I don't have a fan on it. I take it off. I understand, but you're still pulling air in it. All right. Just saying. So you don't ever clean your heat transfer tube? Oh, don't look off in the air. <laughs> I clean it. I I can't get a air hose in there, so because uh, I don't have one. Um, <laughs> you have a shop vac. I can't get the shop vac in there at all. I have no. There's at the end of my heat transfer tube is a little plate. Go from the other end. Go from the firebox end. I don't want to. Oh, you're telling me to vacuum it out. Or blow it. Yeah, you, you can get most of it out and then just blow it or yeah. Or something blow it back into the smoker though. Is your is your grate that's in front of the heat transfer tube? Oh yeah. Gone. Burned out. Yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah. I can get my so my shop fat hose. I can get it almost all the way to the end. Yeah, I, I stick my my charcoal rake in there and pull out. Yep. So it drops down and then I transfer or clean it out. It doesn't take long to get up to temp. I want to get the fireboard that you have, so I have yep. an onboard battery. But what I'm, what I'm doing seems to be working ish so far. So yeah, that's the only it. reason I that's the only reason I empty my charcoal on some days, just so oh. I can clean out all that stuff every week. I got it because it starts. I mean, my racks and my smoker get a little messy because we do do ribs and that foil breaks. Yeah, we do wings frequently, so we do stuff that's not in pans. Not a lot, but some stuff, and that stuff's always the messiest stuff. So yeah, and it drips into those heat distribution holes. Yeah. So then, then the ash that's in there turns oh, to for sure, and it just yeah, and it just sits there and gunks up, and yeah, and then you, you got to find a figure out a way to attach a chisel to the end of a long stick to try to chisel it out. Um. So yeah, I yeah I I shut it all the way down. I take all the charcoal out of it. It's done burning okay I mean, even if sense. i have so it's a i've gotten pretty good at determining how much charcoal i need in the shoot on sunday morning when i wake up that i can usually get it to run out 
one o'clock, two o'clock. But if they're still on burnt charcoal in there at three o'clock or four o'clock, I'm it's it's gone. I'm pulling it out. Speaking so of uh, you know charcoal, you want to do your your shameless plug for Bogo? your, your, the your best rain, charcoal in the world, your rainforest, <laughs> rainforest trimmings. Um, <laughs> different it's stuff they're already gonna by them. Let's get sponsored by them. We should get sponsored by them. <laughs> as much as you buy and use, come on. A pallet a month, baby. Use a pallet um, a month? Yeah, give or take, yeah. Just over. So I, uh, I'm i on the 17-pound bags now because they had a problem with the, the larger 35-pound bags, which I prefer just because it's less bags. Um, but I get 60 bags on a pallet. Jeez. And I will go through roughly, see, we run six days a week. So I'm probably at about 11 bags a week. And do you use any wood? Nope. Um, there happy. was. You're happy with the flavor that you get. Oh yeah, it's a, it's very uh, oaky. Um, it's a very light oak, and we I mean, there was times when I was doing some chunks of apple and cherry in the firebox, but I didn't notice the difference. Yeah. Um, maybe other people did, and I'm just so used to all of it that I can't pick up the finer distinctions that my maybe my palate's is fried from COVID last year or whatever, but um, yeah, I, I don't notice it. So if I can't notice it, then why do it? So I'm, I'm not, I'm not buying in pallets, A, cause I don't really have a place to put them. Uh, <laughs> B, uh, my local Sam's uses Frontier, which is a Royal Oak brand. It's a better brand. It's not, I don't find the things that I find in the Royal Oak red bags. So metal straps and <laughs> I did find a porcelain uh, cabinet knob one time. Sweet. Uh, not not in this one, but in the Royal Oak. Um, I, I get pretty even heat. They're, they're good sized pieces. The only thing I hate is the bag is made out of like a, it's not, it's not like a. Like a plasticky tarp. Yes. Yeah. And I'm short. I'm, I'm so I have to climb on a stool just to make sure that I don't get crap all over the place, including yeah. the back porch. So yeah, so that's it. I get it, it burns really good, but it's like twenty one dollars for a thirty pound bag. So I, I go there once a week. I buy. I go through six bags a week, six thirty pound bags a week. So when yeah, when when I was using the bigger bags, a Fogo, it was. I think we were at about five bags of the thirty five pound bags a week. Yeah, so we're about the same amount probably, um, but I'm paying. $30 for a bag, even in bulk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's worth it for me. It's worth it. Um, the amount of ash that I get is insignificant. I mean, it's so little. Yeah. Um, and there is than you do in the super premium stuff, which is it's bigger chunks. So their grading is all size of chunks. So yeah. super premium is their, their biggest chunk size, which is what, you guys have all seen me at competitions doing splitting my charcoal with a little hatchet um, yeah. because it's, it's real wood. I mean, you can tell that it is a part of a tree because there's like branches and logs in it that are charcoal. Um, so then I went down to the premium um, and I have noticed that there are some rocks in it, but that makes sense to me because it's just smaller stuff that's closer to the ground. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, it's not a huge amount. It's not like, something that's hurt. No, I mean, it's nothing that's going to, that typically blocks the grate from charcoal getting through like that. I clean that grate out that holds the charcoal and the, the chute 
once a week. So um, yeah. I just had to replace mine for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to replace mine less than a year in and I bought three from them just to have on hand. Yeah. Just in case. Yep. Well, I, I that was, the first one burned out in less than a year. I was like, I was only doing weekends for the most part. So I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I, I love the deep South smoker. I think it's great. I haven't, I haven't mastered the, the wings and maybe the smaller cuts of meat and stuff like that yet to be able to get them to the consistency and texture and things like that I like. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I don't sell them very often. Um, let's, uh, let's kind of get into menus since we're talking about selling food and stuff. All right. You and, we're we're going to have to wrap this up at some point, you know, I, like an hour long, in. I get it. How long did, well, it took you the IT guy 20 minutes to get it working and shit. Um, what, uh, Fine. Like, who did I hear in the background? Who's laughing? Nobody. I got nobody here. Just me. Mm-hmm. This is little old me. Just little is right. Hey, it's fine. I'm good with it. Good things come in small packages. No comment. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we can we we can wrap up. Where are we yeah, going? let's uh, let's stop there. We need something to talk about next week. I thought we were just going, this is like a meet the people episode. This is a good quality uh, TV right here. What are you eating? <laughs> Lemon pie. Jesus. <laughs> Lemon pie. Um, yeah, lemon pie. By all means, don't let me interrupt your breakfast snack, your uh, midday snack. It's staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> the bubbly you didn't cut it. <laughs> the bubbly didn't cut it. All right. Well, we can. I yeah. So, how about next time we just come up with a uh, a, a good outline? Actually, well, I we thought did. we had one for this week, but you know, I'm I'll a question. Rambling. I might as well just be the interviewer. Oh God. <laughs> this is going to be great. If anything, I just get to talk to you once a week. That's right, and I don't <laughs> care if anybody watches. This is it's good for us to talk through things. Um, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 be a little bit better organized for next week. All right, so we'll probably have, have to stick to one or two topics. I don't care. Ask me no, that. All right, so this is this is catering question because mm-hmm. one of our topics is I would rather be on the food truck selling food to random people than cater. <laughs> Can I tell I you why? Why? It's because I still haven't figured out how much food to cook for people, and that <laughs> is really hurt. That is really hurting me. Like so. I have somebody who wants to book me for August 10th, which is a Wednesday. It's a company party mm-hmm. in Troy, which is an hour and a half. They did a head count. They're very picky about what they want. Just okay. very, very picky. Mediterranean food? No, luckily, no. Um, so I used to work for the CEO of this company, like back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he's a, definitely edit this out. He's, he's a Jewish fella. So he's very frugal. Okay. <laughs> I have many Jewish friends. Bert, everybody, say. the racist of the two of us. <laughs> I'm not racist. I hate everyone equally. Um, anyway, so they sent me a head count. It's 180 adults and 100 kids. I hate when people just say they have a bunch of kids. Well, they wanted me to do a kid's meal. And they wanted me to cook hot dogs. I'm like, I, I'm, I, don't, I don't do that. Like, that's not part of what I do. This is my business now. Like, I understand. I know you all, but. This is, this is my livelihood, so this is what I do. Either kind of take it or leave it. Yeah. They wanted me to do a buffet line because they thought our ticket times would be too long. And I'm like, 
you realize the buffet line, everybody's waiting in line for the buffet anyway. You're still going to do a buffet line faster than off the truck, but continues. Trust me. It is. It is. A lot faster. <laughs> Unless you're going to make the sandwiches ahead of time. You're going to do a buffet. But if I can make two sandwiches in a minute, that'll get through enough people. Anyway, all right. How many people? So you have 200 and what? How many? 250? You said 150 Uh, adults? 180 adults and 100 kids. So you're all 300 people. Yeah, ish. So for the kids, it's going to take 300 people two hours to go through a buffet line? It won't. Just from what I know at weddings, it won't. As long as there is a master of ceremonies that knows what they're doing, they'll get through that line in an hour. Well, the problem I, I have is I can't do 300 people in an hour. Problem I have is portion sizes. Then, how do I control portion sizes? How do I make enough to? How do I make enough to ensure that there's there you there start is... off by including the kids as adults, and they're just people, because people yeah. think they're going to get a deal on kids when they say yeah. we have a bunch of kids. That's what they yeah. They all count the same because you're going to have, because for the smaller portions that the kids eat, you're going to have a couple big guys taking a heftier scoop. For sure. I, I always, I don't have an exact percentage, but I always cook more than what the head count. So I figure out my quarter pound per person, and then I'll add in a couple extra pounds, especially on something that big. I'll probably throw in another five pounds and just eat the cost of it. I mean, five pounds of pork for us, Bert, yeah. is... It's a, it's one pork butt. It's 10 bucks, you know, if they're not, well, whatever, but you're going yes. to get an extra 30 servings out of it. So they want right? chicken, and, chicken and what I said, I think they want chicken and brisket. Yeah. yeah brisket's hard for that many people. Um, chicken pieces or shredded chicken, uh, shredded chicken. Yeah, that sucks. I would rather do chicken pieces. Me too. Any day of the week. Um, that's a lot of chicken. So, but you do you do thighs when you do shredded chicken? You uh, don't do whole chickens? No, I do breast, thighs. I mean, whatever I can, whatever's yeah. easier, just throw in a cookie sheet and cook until they're done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where I would start. Oh, would sorry. I apologize. Apologize. They want chicken and pork. Okay. Well, that's even better. That's easy. Um, it's easy mac math to do. Mac and cheese, green beans, and pasta salad. So yeah, you're gonna cook the amount of food. That you would need for 300 people you're going to charge them for 280 whatever your per person is for that food mm-hmm. and then you're going to eat the cost on 20. but is it is it cooked the same amount for each meat so if been, i have yeah i so i typically try to do that as much as i can unless they say unless anyways well, that's, we, we can save that for I'm next busy. monday well, i'm busy <laughs> um I gotta get going. We gotta we gotta wrap this up. No, that's fine. I, I gotta we go. Need some it. sort of outing or you know, outro. Yeah, I'll come closer to you this time. I just don't know where. Not an outing, outing, an outro for our oh god, for our session here. You said outing. <sighs> Sorry. This is Bert the Racist. I'm Josh the uh, the talker. Um, this is this is uh this is Scosh and uh, <laughs> Our, uh, our uh, inaugural episode of uh, Monday oh. Morning Food Truck. Hopefully lots more episodes of just as riveting 
podcasting will be taking place. Uh, I can only imagine how the editing is going to go on this one. Um, so I'm going to sound talking. extra racist. I mean, we got everything on this one. Hit them all. Listen, um, I'm glad that we're part's doing getting this. Out. <laughs> I'm glad we're YouTube. Uh, I'm glad we're doing this. I think uh, you you are. <laughs> we can almost call you a seasoned veteran. Where I'm a noob. Uh, I got I. I I learned, so this is. It. I'm still going to learn. Still going to ask you questions. Glad you're answering them because you love to talk. And hey, uh, I'm happy to help whoever is out there listening. And um, we're both still learning. And this is a whole new venture here with the podcast that we're also going to yeah. fumble our way through for a while until we can get this polished. But um, and if anybody has any questions, um, you can reach me on Facebook at PB and J's BBQ of Michigan. Uh, PB and J's. Yeah, they have, there's a, no, there's one in, um, that's the handle to actually find me. There's a okay. PB&J barbecue in Pennsylvania or something like that. Yeah, okay. Their roadhouse. Uh, or you can uh, email me as pbjsbbq at gmail.com. Uh, Josh, yours? Uh, you can find us on all social media. Facebook, though, um, slash Sweet Racks Barbecue um, or Sweet Racks Smoking without the G, butts dot com um you can find us there and contact us there um that's it i guess and we will be back next monday with uh more great topics about how people don't want to pay for things um, <laughs> cheap asses i tell you that's right they're all cheap asses um and we'll talk about oh some new stuff coming up in michigan about uh restaurants and uh, tipped employees oh, and uh our food trucks really hurting local restaurants yes they are we're evil Fun times. All that and more. Episode two of uh, Food Truck or Monday Morning Food Trucks. We'll get the name down too at some point. Thanks all for watching. See you next time. Bye.